right, here we go. And in three, two, one. Yippee-ki-yay, mother... Welcome to Yippie Kaye Mother Podcast Classic. Oh, we got a beauty tonight. Hey, everybody. Hey. 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 Okay. Hey. I want everybody to show me your triangle of sadness first on your forehead. Everybody, let me see your triangle of sadness. Everybody good? All right. This is going to be a fun one. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about uh, this film called Triangle of Sadness, which I think got some Oscar love today. Drew, did it get some Oscar love? Best director. Wait, best wait, wait. Movie. You mean this year? Like it's a current movie? Yeah, I know. I know. That's I broke crazy. the rules. I, know we did I apologize. Spoiler, spoiler, I need, here's why. I needed to talk about this film. Nobody that I know has seen it. And I really want to talk about it because I'm fascinated by it. So that's so why we're you gonna... picked a current film that you won't let anyone else pick. That's right. That's my right. Okay. I want to make sure. <laughs> to, to answer my your dad. question, it did in I fact apologize. So what we're going to do is we're going to we'll talk about for a bunch of Oscars. Yes. We're going to talk about Triangle of Sadness. We're going to do a non-spoiler talk about it first for a few minutes just to get it get it started. And then we're going to, we'll announce, okay, now we're getting to the spoiler territory and then we'll do that. Then we're going to do our what you watch. I haven't watched anything except the movies we've talked about. So I'm going to add 30 seconds to everybody's uh, what you watch. So you each get two minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. That's number one. You might have to add more because I didn't watch much either. Okay. So, but before I do that, I want to uh, talk about the passing of a legend, um, uh, Jerry Blavitt. A DJ from Jerry Blavitt passed. The Geeter with the Heater passed away this week. I did um, not know John that. and I know him because yeah. uh, he worked on the Time Life Cruises I used to go on. He's a DJ. He's been around forever. Rock and roll producer. He knew everybody. Hey, the Geeter, the boss of the big hot sauce, Jerry Blavitt. You remember me. You I had the pleasure of doing a, a little commercial with him cruise. in Philadelphia. And then he took to me and my friend, the, my, the guy that was shooting with me, out to dinner. And he was literally the mayor of this town. He brings me into a restaurant. I couldn't pick off the menu. He went to the chef. He picked everything. It was that typical. He sat with his back to the to the wall so he could see who was coming in because he might have been a little mobbed up too. I think. Um, guy was guy was a legend. I really want to say go that to his about funeral. the big boss with the hot sauce. This is the big boss with the hot sauce. Exactly. There's a movie called The In Crowd with uh, uh, a character named Perry Parker. Who was supposed to be a rival of Dick Clark? That was supposed to be based on Blavitt, huh. and Blavitt yeah. was a blast. Yeah, I have yeah. a video of him doing karaoke late at night with the Beaumonts. The guy was amazing. We went on a fifty cruise, and he was the he was the MC at every yeah. event at the fifty cruise. It was great. I, yeah. my one of my favorite memories is three in the morning. It was me, Jerry Blavitt, and Frankie Avalon. Just oh. talking about stuff. And Frankie now Avalon's you're going to rag teeth, on Frankie Avalon. His Don't teeth were all purple Frankie from Avalon. all the wine. <laughs> it was great. So beach blanket, uh, rest in rest in peace, Jerry Blavitt. They're doing yeah. a bunch of stuff in Philly for him this weekend. How old was he, Ralph? I have no idea. Very old, I think. Yeah, you should he do a little research old. before you announce this stuff. But okay, I, I, I said I what I needed say, to say. I don't want to say I'm still happy that Julian Sands might still be alive now. Well, they're still searching for him. Yeah, but that means he's they haven't found him dead yet. Right. Well, it's been six days. I mean. Well, last I heard, they had cell phone pings of his from several days after he first went missing. Oh, so wow. I don't know what that means now, but there was a reason to hope past the day he disappeared. Right. Yes. So, okay. Well, here we go. Well, I wish if he's alive, he'd probably watch Room with the View, our podcast about it. I also I think, think it was Daniel Day Lewis. More people would be searching. I for think him. that's why he ran away. He saw the podcast. Sorry, that was mean. That's not even. <laughs> all right. I don't know him. Here we go. Triangle of sadness. Thank you all for watching this. I appreciate it. <sighs> I'm just going to read the description. John loves when I do this. A fashion model celebrity couple join an eventful cruise for the super rich. I think that pretty much says it. Uh, it's directed by a gentleman named Ruben Ostlund, who also directed uh, Force Majeure, the, one I, the other film I've seen of him. I know he's done other things. But Force Majeure was the first time I saw this director's work. And I love that film as well. It's about... Uh, was it similar? It's a, now, this is about a young, a couple of, with a couple of kids goes to a ski resort and some things happen and the man's, um, manlyhood is basically questioned. Uh, some, what some things happen. It's an avalanche. There's an it's avalanche an and he runs leaves. and leaves his or he runs free. away and leaves his family under yeah. a table. It was remade with Will Ferrell and <laughs> yeah. Julia. It was a dreadful, it was a dreadful remake. It was called like Go Fuck Yourself Foreign Language Films or something. Like it was <laughs> yeah. awful. Anyway, awful. So this is a film, like they said. Your time. 
And, and unfortunately, yeah. the woman who played the the model from the front uh, passed away. Ch- yeah, yeah. Dean, uh, Charity Dean. Dean. Very sad. Charlie. Yeah, South Africa. Beautiful yeah. woman, by the way. Uh, Harris Dickerson plays Stunning. a young model guy. Um, um, the Zoolander role. Uh, Woody Harrelson is in this one. He plays a, a drunk captain. And Dolly De Leon plays a character. And Vicky Berlin. Okay. So <clears throat> it's a young influencer couple. We meet them in a restaurant. They're having an mo- argument over. Well, first, there's the great semi documentary scene. Oh, the, uh, all the models together. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was really, 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 really good looking. That was a blast. Yeah, I, when I first saw that, I wasn't quite sure why I'm seeing that or where it's going. Like Zoolander. Well, we're good looking and we can walk. I mean, I was getting a little nervous that? about that, knowing I, John's. I it, Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I think that opening scene actually is really important. Um, one, because it kind of gives you a vibe of the, kind of the fashion world, which I don't know a whole lot about, but I like the fact that it felt a little documentarian, like a little behind the scenes. But it also gives you a fact that this guy's a little, a little bit on hard times. Like he was something three years ago. He was the he was the cat's pajamas the poster boy for this cologne. Yeah. And the yeah. guy even says, oh, now you're doing cold opens or something like that. Basically, you're doing cattle calls now. And he was like, yeah. You know, so that makes <laughs> a whole conversation. And this isn't too spoilery because it's yeah. the, the first two scenes. Well, it sets up it the, makes first the whole scene. conversation about the money. Right. Right. Very, very different. And there, and there was no full frontal nudity, which I did expect in that scene. You would have. So uh, I was a little disappointed about that. Yeah. Well, I figured, Ralph, I'm, that's why I picked that movie. I'm glad you kept watching even after that disappointment. So, I'm, I so we meet this young couple after that scene and they're having a fight about who's going to pay for the uh, dinner. That, mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a, and a fight takes a long time. That scene goes on for a while. Well, that, that kind of, that well, kind of exchange is, is what I think Ruben Osland does best. Yes. Is they feel like real people having a difficult conversation that turns into a fight that tells you much more about their inability to have the conversation than whatever dumb thing they might be fighting about, even though it's a conversation <laughs> they need to have. And that's like yes. the entire. It's very uncomfortable. And they wouldn't have had to fight at the cab driver. They fought in front of the cab driver, and the cab driver sort of questions the guy's man. Was like, "You got to fight with her about this. You got to." Mm, no, they they were already yeah. brewing it at dinner. I think it was gonna yeah. it was gonna go one way or the other. The cab driver but didn't the help. Cab driver sure. has to intervene. You right. know. So that sets up this couple. We meet this power couple. They're an influencer couple. Taking he's taking pictures of her. Everything she's nah, eating. Well, she's even the that though. She yeah. She's, she's the, the influencer. influencer. He's not. He's carrying water for her. Right. Well, they, well, that's they're part of the problem. Yes. Right. But he's he's taking all the pictures of her. Right. He's there to, to right. So and they end up they so it cuts from that scene and the and the fight they have in the hotel and they kind of make up and to the yacht. end up what? To the yacht. They end up on this yacht right. with Uber rich it's it's an Uber rich trip. Um but we meet the we meet the the, the people who are who are taking care of everybody on this ship. This group it's of, below deck for the super rich. The below deck for the super rich. And they're 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 saying the best way to get money is you treat these people, give them everything they want, Never. anytime they want it. And say and, yes. Right? Say yes. Because Never it's all about the money. That. We're gonna make money, and they do this cheer, and they're all and then some things happen on this cruise, this yacht, after we've met Turns the shit king of Moscow, whatever he was, whatever his deal was. He owned a fertilizer plant. Um He's a shit business guy. And they're yeah. all the, the how how these uber rich people are interacting with this staff and what they're kind of asking them to do. They make people are feeling uncomfortable, but they got to do whatever these people want. But they're uh, Woody them Harrelson to do, yeah. is the unseen at this point unseen captain of this ship who's running the ship. Is and it's like Charlie's Angels, he's just a voice for the He's first a voice, hour. but he's, you can tell he's hung over. He doesn't want to come out. He you know, he had a rough night the night Bunching before. Bottles. And then it goes to this dinner scene that kind of is the turning point, or one of the. There's a couple turning points in this film, but this is a made. This is a major turning point in the film. Are Things we going go to spoilers on. now because of the? Spoiled? I think. I think. I think we should get into spoilers. Okay, I but mean, anybody I don't know why somebody would want to watch this. Seen this movie? Do not watch this section because we're going to give spoilers. Okay, I mean so it's hard not prepared. to talk about this film. Yes. without spoilers, you can't talk about how brilliant this film is without getting into the spoilers. Thank you, thank you, John. Your sarcasm is barely showing. I wasn't. No, Ralph, you're wrong. Okay. I hope so. Um, All right. So this this dinner scene happens. And what we're (laughs) seeing in this, we're seeing many things in this dinner scene. We're seeing the uber rich eat the strangest food 
you know, and little tiny portions of this little food. You got the influencer couple. Now, also throughout the day, the influencer couple, the, the influencer and her boyfriend who's taking pictures of her are walking around and she's posing for pictures. She's flirting with all the guys who work there. So he's kind of getting uncomfortable about well, the fact made, that she made it clear can to I, him that can I just, she, yeah. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Sean. Go ahead, Sean. She made it clear to him early in their fight that her being a model and everything is about being a trophy wife and that there is no future in their relationship. Well, that's, yeah, so she, she said that to him. Ultimately, she wants to be a trophy wife, right? Yeah, but not his right. wife. Right. Right. Not his right. wife. I was just going to say a scar has never looked sexier than on that woman. Yeah, that scar that she, she had she's on definitely her stomach. Cute. It's so sad that she passed away as quickly. She Sucks. died because um, of she had some accident with her spleen. That's why she had that scar in real life, and that's ultimately what killed ten her. Ten years later, the actress. Yeah. All right. So they're at this dinner, and we're watching these uber rich people eat the worst kind of looking food there is. And and the captain now who's out, and he's eating hamburgers and French fries and getting hammered. He's low thing. rent. He said he's low, low rent. rent. Yeah. He's so. What happens is, and we all know because we've seen it, food poisoning happens. And these people, I mean, it is the longest scene. It's Monty Python. And it's it's, not probably food poisoning. It's probably the ocean. Well, I think there was was somebody left the clams out or whatever it was, too. Something happened in the the kitchen. Remember, the chef said things would go bad. If they moved, that's true. Pie. That's right. Oh, right. If they went that's swimming, right. that's, I right. that's right. That's right. right. And that that's all happened because one of the customer, one of the Uber rich, was trying to force one of the people to go swimming. No, and all then they all the ended up going swimming. To swim. Yeah. And true. they didn't want to do it, but they right. have to do it because they're asking and they're, they they're can't say no. Bad. Right. So the yeah. So director is like telling the because the captain's locked away, he wouldn't do it. The second in command, you got to tell her no. And he's like, I'm not telling her no. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I'm not telling her no. Well, put out the slide. Everyone goes in the water. Right. Yeah. And because of that, the food went bad. And then on top of that, they had a storm or something. And this boat is rocking. Oh, it like, was rocking. Insane. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like almost almost a, a Poseidon level where it's almost flipping over. Okay. People yeah. are getting as sick and projectile vomiting and diarrhea. I mean, it's just, it's disgusting. Meanwhile, laugh, meanwhile, the uh, captain and the old uh, fertilizer guy are having a, a talk about communism and capitalism, and they're getting hammered. Marxism. There, as this is going on, they're on the loudspeaker doing all this stuff. And then in yeah, the, the middle of all sinking. this, the boat is sinking. The boat is sinking. It's not in really. In the middle sinking. of all this, after all that, we get through all that. Some people don't make it through that because they're sliding in their own vomit and stuff. This, uh, these pirates attack the ship. And we don't see much. We see the aftermath. I want to say my favorite scene in the movie is once when their influencers are sitting with someone, and it's an old British couple. Yeah, the, the grenade, the grenade story. And yeah, right? it's like I forgot what they called them because we they used it used to be called hand grenades. Right. And they're talking about how their profit margin has really lowered and all, but. They've gotten through it as a couple and persevered. Well, what he was so saying the, was uh, that they made they made personal explosive devices uh, yeah. that are actually landmines, and then that got they they weren't able to make that anymore. So thank goodness they could get into the hand grenade business. And everybody so, knows the landmines are among the most atrocious of weapons. Right. Well, to that's what I mean. They really maim civilians. So these are telling you the kind of stuff that these disgusting people have built their fortunes on. Well, and I don't think the director likes rich people very much. Yeah. What's you that? Think? A very subtle movie. You, you think? When the pirates I mean, attack, the only thing we see is that hand grenade come over. And that's one of and ours. Woman, and they, <laughs> that's one of ours. Goes, looks at it. Oh, is this one of ours? And the husband <laughs> he goes, yes, he goes. And then he realizes what's going on, but it's too late. Boom. So that's all you see. That You see that explosion from And, of course, we, we all know that that was Amanda Walker, who was in the film A Room with a View, which we discussed last week. So I did not know that. Oh, I didn't yes. put that together. She, she was one that. of the, the ladies. Good. Nice job. Was Faisal in that movie? No, he no, was that not. was a different. He might have. All right. So now we cut to this <laughs> Thanks, deserted Chris. island that I people start that after the pirates attack the ship. Now the third act of the film is this deserted island and, and what takes place on this deserted island and how it becomes class. Lord of the flies. How it's Lord of the flies, but even, even. It's also Lord swept the... away. Yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing the, the way Texas. what you realize is, okay, so one of the people that ends up on the island with them is this woman who was cleaning the toilets. She was right. a toilet. She's in charge cleaner. of the toilets. She's in charge of the toilets. She's a toilet manager. 
That's right. She ends up running the whole show. She's the only one who knows anything. She's the only one that can start a fire. These people are so rich they can't do anything for themselves. They're getting excited about getting pretzel sticks that she's handing out as rewards to them. Well, and the movie is all about how she manipulates the situation to get the things that she needs, including ending up with the young kid from the beginning as he realizes I'm going to take, I'm going to hitch my wagon with her. And they end up in this weird relationship where they live in this little life. They're having sex for pretzels. (laughs) Sex for pretzels. Basically, that's what it is. It's a callback to the initial relationship, the power dynamic between him and the influencer. She had more power. He's got the power. And she Who's the captain? Her. Who's the captain? Who's the yeah. captain? Yeah. And it was great when the woman, yeah, it's great when she's like, her boss on the ship is the, I guess the concierge or cruise director's like, oh, you have to do this. And she's like, no. When she's counting out, she caught a fish, counting it out, and she cooked it. It's like, one piece for you, one for me. And everyone gets a little, and she's got this big file, and a pile of it, and the woman comes over who was her boss and says, you know, you work for this ship. You have to obey me. And she's like, nope. I, I, I make the all fire. The I, I caught make the, the fire. fish. I cooked it. I built the fire. <laughs> I, I am the captain now. Who thinks I am the captain? Like George goes, I think you are. Throws in some food, you know? Right. So, like a dog biscuit. Night, it's amazing. And there's the the one scene, Who's too, the where the guy beats the... Uh, the, the the mule or whatever was on the island. Yeah. It's a donkey. It's not a the mule. donkey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he feels bad after that happens. I mean, there's so many well, things that go on. Well, because it didn't die right away. Right. That's, that's why that's, he felt bad. So it's it's class dynamics and how the rich were stripped yeah. of all their privilege on this island and, and how that all affected everybody's relationships. Yeah. And ultimately, it ends with our original influencer girl starts figuring out what's going on, and she's going to start chief ends up on the other side of the island and finds that there's a resort over there that with she's an elevator. To get up into with an elevator and they can actually get off this island and the woman who cleaned the toilets didn't want her to do that because she likes the control that she has and it's and again like the last film we just talked about it has this sort of ambiguous ending that did she knock her over the head with the rock or not we don't really yeah, know because did. it cuts what's that of course she did i think she did and then and, the guy and, was and running it, yeah, but bo- she with- did offer <clears throat> the influencer offered her the ma- the toilet uh, manager. She said, "You know, y- you could work for me. You could be my uh, yeah, as my assistant." Yeah, that's why she killed her with a rock. That's right. That's exactly think- why she would have killed yeah, her. That's why she killed her. I wasn't even sure if it was really a, a resort. Like, wasn't maybe- that Scaramanga's lair from um, yeah. the <laughs> well, man with little- the golden gun? Yeah, that's what <laughs> I kept thinking. <laughs> Um, well, I, I was, think the where was Nick now? The bar. The bar. Realize it too, because that you know he person comes running. Said, yeah, I think that no matter what she does, you know they know it's a resort. You know the people on the beach know too, because the woman who could only say what in in the Vulcan, which is um, in the clouds, you know she and that guy went out and that they're running around at the end, so they know they're rescued. And this is so stupid because the first thing you do if you're on like an island or something is go inland to find fresh water and then go completely around the island to see if there's a luxury resort, you know. Yeah, but these were these were that's the first thing that you do. But these were people who couldn't make a fire. uh, Yeah, yeah, come on. But these were people who couldn't. Enough reality shows, survival shows. Well, the whole point was that they couldn't do anything on their own. Right, because rich people are stupid. That's right. Yeah, and that's obvious. Yes. I mean, I thought this film could have been called, you know, The Triangle of Sadness, subtitled People Suck. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Because, I mean, one of the things that I I really like this movie, by the way. I really, really enjoyed it. Good. Good. Because, like, in the opening bit, we spend like a half an hour, 40 minutes with these two unbelievably vapid, vapid, beautiful, vapid, terrible people. And then what I love is they go to the big ship and everything, and they're sitting there talking to that old couple, and they're so sweet, and they've been together forever. And they've wreaked havoc on people, like literally blown them to pieces with their – and they've made millions – they're obviously millionaires Billions, from yeah. you know, making um, – you know, weapons and stuff like that. And they're very upset about the Geneva Convention, you know, getting rid of landmines, right? That was very tough on them. And it's so funny because, like, all of the sudden, it, I love the way that it kind of paints these, um, the influencers as kind of like minor 
you might say like a minor devil, right? And then like, you know what I mean? Like here are these people that are like these, they're, yes, they're annoying. They're just, they're kind of disgusting in their own way, but really who are they hurting, right? And then they show this other side of this and there's these awful people, right? And then I just love the whole bit with the, with, uh, with the, the, the Russian, um, you know, fertilizer magnate and the captain who's like, and he's like, I'm not even a good socialist. But I did love the fact that when they end up on the on the island and it's all of a sudden he's like, you know, each to their needs. And, you know, he, he tosses out the capitalism pretty quick when he realizes he doesn't have anything to offer the group. I mean, he's a fat old guy, you know, he's not going to make it that long without everybody's help. Um, but I really thought this was great. And then, of course, you see what happens when the woman who is the you know, she's the lowest, you know, she is the toilet manager, right, on the ship, when she realizes that here, her skills and power have made her in charge. Right. What does she do? She she's quickly pits people against each other and decides that I'm going to take the prettiest boy here. And I'm going to make him my little, my little man, you know, my boy toy, you know, yeah. and I think it's just it's it's great in a way where yes, obviously, I don't think the director cares for rich people, but I'm not so sure he likes people. Do you know yeah. what I mean? In the sense that like you look at the way that she acted, and I tend to agree with Drew, I like the fact that they don't show it, right. But I tend to agree with Drew, um, that she probably cracked that that lady in her head, you know, the, the model in her head and dragged her body off before anybody could see it, hoping to hang on to what, because what is she going to do? At best, she's going to be her assistant at best. And that's probably pretty, uh, whatever. I guess my point is, is that I, I thought this, this movie was a, was a really good, like satire in the truest sense of the word. Um, but I don't think it's, it's funny while it definitely takes aim at, at, at the wealthy and, um, you know, you know, people who, you know, social media and all that stuff, it doesn't spare anyone. I don't Nobody think it comes off good in this one. No, yeah, that's what I mean. That's no, why I think no. it could just be called people suck. Um, because that's exactly what, that's exactly what we see happen. In fact, the only thing that seems to come out of it in any real positive way is at the very end, you do notice that the, uh, fertilizer magnet finally admits, but when the guy admits that he was a pirate, right? You know, the one guy, he's like, I used to work in the engine room. And he's like, and the lady's like, well, I don't really know everybody on the boat, you know, and the guy's probably motivated by race. But by the end, he's like, so really, what really, what would you make for that? And he's like 3,000 euros. 3,000 euros. And he would talk about it. And he's like, don't invest in your girlfriend, invest in a invest in your own boat. You know, he's like, he's giving the pirate business advice. I mean, I really enjoyed this film uh, from beginning to end. I thought it was pretty fantastic. Yeah. Okay. John or Drew? I want to hear John. John. Well, I, I, okay, didn't, Drew, go I didn't care for this film. Um, okay. I thought it was kind of reminded me of Avenue five, which is uh, that. I like that, about I like that TV spaceman. show. Yeah. And that show, that show is, that show is very funny and it's yeah. well made and it's got a lot of talented people in it. And I've watched, uh, I guess a season and a half and every, everything in it, is handsomely and cleverly done. It is. It's the same joke. It's rich people are so fucking stupid. Well, okay, but I mean, in this movie, everybody sucks. And given the chance, the people who are on the bottom will will turn the tables and treat them the way that they've been treated. And you will not have any sympathy for really anyone in the movie. And that was the that was the I think what kept me from being super excited about it. It gets very reductive on the ship. And on the island, the first sequence, I, I, I sort of said this earlier, that that argument between those two people, that felt very real and like cringy, like we're witnessing something that people are really struggling with. And you're like, I, I think you're both I think you're both kind of assholes, but you're also clearly suffering pain and real human emotions that I can look at and understand. And like I said, that's what the entire experience of watching Force Majeure was like. And that was very well done. But uh I found myself paying more attention to sort of how it was made than what was happening. Like uh, the actor who plays the Russian shit magnet, um, Zlatko Burich, I think is how you pronounce his name. I didn't know he was in the movie. I love that guy. He's in the Pusher movies. 
And the Pusher trilogy is what Nicholas Vending Refn made before he made Drive and Only God Forgives. And it's this trilogy is some of the first work that Mads Mikkelsen ever did. And Zlatko Buric plays like a recurring crime boss. He's definitely in the first one, and the third one's really about him. And he's so memorable. So if you liked him and you liked that big sloppy I liked like, authority Is he presence, the guy in 2012? That movie, that stupid um, movie with John Cusack. He might, he might be in that. I have to look. The that Russian up. that tries to get on the boat with everybody. He might be in that. All the Russians that play Russian oligarchs in movies, they, the they all run together. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a same. casting choice. Plus, at, at the end, if you watch the credits, and I know obviously you guys obviously will all watch the credits. Um, there's like special thanks to Noam Chomsky and things like that, and <laughs> that, none of that is surprising having watched the movie. And I mean, they have very explicit uh, political discussions, you know, with the Russian capitalists and the American communist, and look at that dichotomy. And how, none of it's stupid, and none of it's even like it's boring or anything. I just I felt like the movie started to be about real people who sucked, and then it just kind of became about <laughs> archetypes of things that suck, and that became less interesting. And I. I, I love donkeys, so that hurt me. I didn't. That didn't make me say I don't like the movie. But I mean, of all the animals that you're gonna beat and eat with a rock and eat, I mean, seriously, a donkey that probably already was living there for the resort and was being treated like garbage anyway. So I ended up um, being glad that I saw it because it is an Oscar-nominated movie, and I'm always curious to see the stuff that's up for the big things. It's up for I think Best Picture, Best Director, and uh, Best Screenplay. I don't think it'll win. The first one, it might win Best Screenplay, but I don't really know that I'd recommend it to anybody. I'd recommend Force Majeure before I'd recommend this one. And I haven't seen The Square, which is the movie he made in between these two, but he won the Palme d'Or for The Square at the Cannes Film Festival, and then he won it again for this movie. So clearly this is a guy that's going to keep making movies, and he's not quite as distinct as uh, Yorgos Lanthimos, who did uh, The Lobster and Dogtooth and things like that, like a very distinct style, but he is an international filmmaker who sort of exploded in just a few movies in, you know, in the world of film. So I, I will be curious to see what he does, but um, uh, I'm not super excited about this one, but I am glad oh, that wow. we saw it. I would put, I'd put Force Majeure above this one, but just barely oh, yeah. above it for me. I mean, I yeah. thought that was a fantastic film and this one was definitely quirkier and you had to really buy into it. But uh... okay, John, go ahead. You're dying. To... Just go ahead. No, do your thing. I'm, I don't no, like the faults. Uh, the faults. Go ahead, lay it out. Let's go. Um, too much duty. This was two hours and fifteen minutes of my life that I'm not going to get back. I hated okay. this movie with every okay. fiber of my being. You know what movie I like better than this? Uh, the Ninth Configuration. Oh, wow, That's how much I hated That's this awesome. movie. I watched half of it, and normally I watch the movie all the way through. And I watched half of it, and I was like, I, I just don't like this movie at all. Yeah, Rich Rich is awful and stupid. I stopped right when they started throwing up, not because they were throwing up, because I was just like, it, it didn't keep my interest at all. And I, I and I was, you know, because I'm on a time change and my, my time's all screwed up and I was just too tired. I just could not sit through this, the second half. Then I watched the second half today. I just didn't like it. I, I didn't like it at all. I mean, at all. There were, the only thing I will say positive about it. The cinematography was kind of interesting, the way they shot things. You know, like uh, they would shoot some stuff way far away while things were happening way in the foreground. I kind of liked that. But I just thought it was a stupid – I just thought it was stupid. I didn't like it. Okay, rich people suck. They're stupid. No redeeming value if you're rich. And America sucks because that's an argument between the socialists and Woody Harrelson. And Woody Harrelson, who I like, and there were things about him in this that I liked, he's hardly in it. And, 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 you know, when they go on the island, he's not even there. I just, it's not a movie well, for me. I, Woody, I just Woody, dislike Woody was, this movie so much. I cannot begin to tell you. John, Woody was representative yeah. of a, a socialist um, viewpoint. And the shitmaster guy, he was a communist or capitalist. No, capitalist. Yeah, I know, but the so argument, movie if you was about, to Harrison, you talk about everything we did wrong. The movie Everything was we did about wrong. those two concepts, you know, socialism. And, yeah. No, I, and I, I got survived. it. I got it. I got oh, that it. Was, I, just didn't I like think it. that's I, what the filmmaker was trying to make that case. You know, maybe. But didn't could you, be? Uh, I thought I it was got a question stupid. for you. John. Could it be? Yeah. You remember, like way back in grade school, when uh, <laughs> you know a kid got a bad bologna sandwich, and he would throw up. Wasn't that the funniest thing? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I mean that was God, that, when they were all throwing up. It, it was funny. So it was. It was. Kid gets. It was funny, but it was like, it was like you know everybody aspires to be wealthy. Everybody aspires for that. Everyone wants to be comfortable, right? And there are a lot of rich people out there that are really smart. Elon Musk is a prime example. Of that Bill Gates. <laughs> oh my God! Well, I don't. You can laugh all you oh want. Oh my God! Yes, people. yes, yes. They are. They're smart. Don't, don't use uh, don't use Elon Musk as your example. That's throw that Why? one out. Because Why? he belongs on this yacht with those people. Because he's an idiot. So Elon Musk <laughs> couldn't start a fire. He could send people. I don't to think space. he could he actually. He didn't, he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. He can't start a fire. He up. didn't That's do he anything. Him. He buys everything. Oh really? He yes. bought Tesla. Yes. He bought SpaceX. Tesla was owned by somebody else. He kicked them he out and took over crowd. Tesla. The and there's nothing wrong with doing that, but he didn't invent, <laughs> oh my God. He didn't invent space okay, travel. All right. First cars. of all, in your argument about it's reflecting or not a bad take on America, I don't. I think it's a pretty decent take on how the 1% runs America. Ralph, he wasn't talking. Woody Harrelson wasn't talking about the 1%. He was talking about wars that we got into. Right. Yeah, all, those Listen, are all true I, things. It's, it's not everybody's taste. I get it. Okay. But for but, me, it's so like don't use every, Elon as your prime example. That's just. So oh, bad. yeah, because he's an idiot. Yes. Does the movie say things that you think aren't true about America in that conversation, or does it say things that you don't like to hear about America? Because no, those are two all, different all things. I'm yeah, what is, is what is that? It's, it's a good question. It's it's very it's very one-sided in how it approaches that approach. That's what I, I'm not into. All rich people aren't stupid. They're not, not okay? Nobody's but in this movie, that. they He's are. Not, that's not the this isn't the rich. This isn't like, these are uber rich. These are uber rich. One percent, whatever it is. Like this that is, guy. This isn't. This isn't a guy. This isn't a guy who has a who has a who has a like he made his own business and he has a nice house and he takes his family on trips and goes to Disney World, takes a break at McDonald's. Like it's not. It's not that guy who has the wealth and comfort that you were talking about. It's people who have made an impossible fortune beyond their you know potentially ever usable share on the backs of other people. That's literally what they're talking about in the movie and that is a a reality of the world that we live in that i mean i personally think that's a pretty bad thing that that happens but uh the 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 discussion about america is a capitalism par excellence i mean he's talking about how the cia and and everybody's involved in the assassination of of uh, martin luther king jr and malcolm x and all these other things i mean technically is the fbi covered up the assassination of malcolm x but all those things and starting wars and all that stuff that's all true i mean that, that is really what happened that's all true you know, the, the fate of nations all over the world was determined by the, the fingers that we put on the scales of dictators. I, like, I, I, I could say that's ugly and that makes me upset to hear that, but that, that's important history. That is a true thing. Yeah. Watch and Oliver so, Stone's History of the United States. You want to, you get also could that. watch much more credible sources of history and, yeah, and, and read books and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, that's like saying, I, 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 watch Oliver Stone is all there's I'm a saying. Movie I, there's a movie I'd love to share with you guys, but it's only available on Canopy and I know you guys don't have library cards. But it's because uh, we don't read. That's I'm, I'm not faulting you for that. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> but it's called Lumumba, and it's about Patrice Lumumba, who was the elected leader of the Congo. I'm not doing that. I'm not turning his mic down, everybody. Your mic is Drew. Your mic is going Drew. Your mic is gone. Like we can barely hear you. Volume. It's the CIA. Yeah, you're out right now. Yeah, exactly. YouTube is. Oh, doing I don't know what. Yeah, we can't this. hear you. Zoom, zoom. China. Well, while he comes back, you up right now. I'm going to say I, I'm. About this movie, I, I kind of in the same place that Drew is. I really liked the beginning. I thought the couple was great. I loved the dynamic. I loved it, this vapid couple and the argument they were having. I thought it was great. And I liked, basically, I liked the film less as it went on. You know, the second part was, you know, I liked less than the beginning. But as Debbie said, the, the ship problems were hilarious, you know, and um, I thought Woody Harrelson was hilarious. Yeah, he was. Particularly, so you know, he comes out and the woman's talking about the sails and. Um, it's a powerboat. You know, so um, Drew just sent us a message on chat. <laughs> and um, so and then the final thing. And, John, my only problem with your critique of the film is. It's not like saying this is bad and this is better because it's what Chris says. Um, every, everyone sucks. It's not saying that the rich are stupid and suck. 
They're saying the poor suck too. You know, everybody sucks. Yeah, you know, it's a very nihilistic message. Yeah, because I would say, John, wouldn't you I say agree with that? When you get to the end, and the lady who, you know, the the woman who knows how to do things in the real in a in a more primitive environment. I mean, she quickly, without hesitation, becomes completely Machiavelli and plays them off against yes. one another and becomes the little dictator. And as far as we know, maybe or maybe not, murdered a young woman to keep it that way. Um, so, you know, that's the thing that I I really enjoyed that part of the, the movie. If I don't she, disagree with that. I mean, if she had been a magnanimous person, I think that it would have. That's why I liked the film in a lot of ways, because I think it would have been really kind of boring and pat to just be hey, all rich people are dumb and stupid. And I would have been like, OK, that is somewhat of an, something I tend to agree with sometimes, you know, but but at the same time, by adding that point and that whole in the third act, it, it kind of says you know, really, what would we all do, no matter where we are in our rungs of life, when if we became the most important person in a group, you know, and that's why I, I don't think you can just kind of like write this film off as we hate rich people, you know, mostly. I don't listen, yeah, I don't that, disagree. And I'll even bolster your point a little bit. The most sympathetic character in the thing was the woman who had the stroke who can't communicate. Yeah. Right. And she ended up eating pretzels. And like the two other guys who didn't get food and she still got food, even though she was eating the pretzels too. So yeah. she didn't own up to it. And so I don't disagree with that part of it. I mean, you're right about that, but I don't know. That was just my take on it. I just, this movie did nothing for me. I did not like this movie at all. Well, and I think know, Ralph knew I wasn't going to like it. Well, you know, I kind of suspected of because you're very predictable. It's not like I did it on purpose, Yes, but you are yes. very predictable no, no. No, in I know. your taste. No, so. no. You know, talk, listening to you brothers talk, it's so fun to listen to it because that's exactly what this movie's a, depicting, you know, the left and the right. The social class. The, yes, it's, absolutely. It's so, you know, what, what makes uh, somebody rich is somebody who could feed the people. And that clearly was that, uh, you know, that toilet manager. And she could feed the people. And that's She's what glad the, the ship sank because those toilets were a mess. <laughs> That's what makes, you know, yeah. that's really what it is. It's capitalism. It, you know, that feeds the people. And uh, I think this, and to hear you brothers go at it with each other is hilarious because this is what you do. <laughs> like it we've known we each do. other for how long on this podcast? Years. It feels yeah. like 10 years, but I think it's only like two. And oh, it's yeah. hilarious. The movie is funny. But then to see you guys act out the movie in your opposites is hilarious for me and Sean. Uh, who is so? He, is he the uber rich dickhead, and I'm the uh, the pool lady, or what? What, what are you one, saying? Pick one. It's it's just the opposites. It's you know like it's America. Uh, okay, I, mean, I just want to know what you guys doing on the side. I think she means Ralph. You're vapid, and I'm not. <laughs> I think that's where that it may be true. Uh, Drew, yeah. do you want to just take a say something? Can you hear me now? Yes. Or no. no. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, we can. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That was very yeah. strange. I assume it was your volume interference. Was yeah, what's happening is the volume was drifting down. It was here. probably NSA and yeah, my hands were up here. I, I was, was not pulling a fader. Well, I don't think it was I'll you guys. You I think government. it was our, our government. Yeah. The government. Like when I talk well, about I'm telling you right shit. now, Drew. That's right. You go after them, they're coming after you. Then if well, I, don't I mean, like we that, also have to think... flee to Moscow and get uh, an apartment, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> there you go. This is one of those movies that, like, what would you do if you were there? We also think we'd all be the heroes that could light the fire and all that stuff. Who the hell I don't think that? I could I mean, be that person. I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, I mean, in this, really, in situation. who does know? But Nobody I know I'll never be uber rich, so I can always comment on them, which is which is. Great. You don't know so, that. If this thing takes off, man, oh, yeah. we could all you be could, uber rich. You could, you could be making true. tens of dollars. Yeah. We could all be somebody's trophy wife or husband. I think that's yeah. something I think we should all be. I'm Debbie's trophy husband. I'm her third place trophy. We should all be influenced. Chris could give hair so, tips. Um, Sean and Debbie, did you guys uh, say what you needed to say about this? No, Debbie, I, what, what I really loved this movie. Wow. So oh, my God. Debbie. Oh, my oh. gosh. I just oh. totally got it. Wow. And it was just uh, – it's a satire. Like you um, – Oh, yeah. No, definitely Chris, satire. I mean, it just really – it's just so funny. I mean, even – like we do um, – we go take a cruise – and the funniest thing is everybody's dressed up on elegant night, you know, they're beautiful gowns, tuxedos and all. And then if the, the sale is a little rough, people are going to throw up. 
And that sometimes you see a lot of people throwing up everywhere. And it's, was, it's so funny. Yeah, I, I will say this. I was on a cruise out of New York the day after Christmas one time, and we had like officially rough seas. Like mm. members of the crew the next day were in their cabin recovering from my literally my father-in-law who was in the navy was in his cabin throwing up jesus i i lucked out i started feeling bad early ate some french fries went to bed my wife woke me up literally in the middle of the night because she was scared and we were walking around and she's like i'm really nervous and i was like look at the bus boys they're just doing their job when those guys start getting worried i'm gonna get yeah standard all these, all the service people were just doing their job, even though, I mean, it was rocking, like to the point where, you know, they, of course, they sold out a Dramamine. We had brought our own, luckily, but, uh, but yeah. Of course you did. See, you would have been dealing well, with the Dramamine. Dude, I, I get oh. seasick. I, I get seasick. Chris, Chris, you would have been the captain on the island. I know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would have. I would have. I can make a fire. I'm the captain. I there you go. Ralph would have been the guy. Having sex with the woman just to get pretzels. Absolutely, right now. Absolutely, yeah, I would have been all over that lady. <laughs> yeah, but I would have made sure my girlfriend got pretzels too. No, Aww. no, she ended up as as vapid as she ended up. She's the only. I don't want to say it because her last line was, "You can be my assistant." She had sympathy because her boyfriend got taken away, and then she does that stupid thing about, "Yes, oh, I even got my assistant." And then I don't blame her for getting bonked over the head at that. Which point. was the kiss of death. Saying that, was that. Yeah, saying that. that. Yeah. So, well, okay. You just said, I, well, you know, I do want to say. Said, um, I can never repay you. You saved my life or showed any kind of real gratitude right, instead right. of just, hey, I am going to give you something back. It's right. going to get back to the way it's supposed to be, and you'll exactly. you'll have a better place where you belong underneath me. Well, right. Right. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. What were you going to say, Sean? Um, you know, just that, you know, I thought the film was very funny, but I do think um, – by the time they got to the island, this is, you know, it, was, it did remind, what was that um, Guy Ritchie film he did with Madonna? Is that Swept uh, Away? Swept Away, which, which is a remake, remake of, of a good Italian film, film where right. the rich woman ends up on the island with the um, Hulk, you know, hunky um, pilot, you know, working class guy from the boat. And, yeah. you know, and um, so, you know, it, it's not, it wasn't entirely fresh and new and, there were some, you know, for an Oscar-nominated screenplay, uh, you know, it could have been a little more coherent and paid everything off in a different way. You know, for instance, like Woody Harrelson's character was a hopeless alcoholic. So you would think that when they're having this discussion, you know, if a, if a character has a problem, you want to deal with an issue that will somehow has, causes the problem. And I don't think he was drunk because he was a bad socialist. He had some sort of issue, and I don't think it was, oh, I have to deal with these rich people. It might have been, but, it, you know, I just thought there, there, there were a number of little opportunities like that. You, that you're saying made it didn't more pay com- off? It didn't yeah, pay off. That, it could could have been a little more That's cohesive. That's a good point. I think that's... Well, well, let me ask you, since you guys all liked it, do you think it deserves a Best Picture nomination? Not more than RRR. I don't think it... Uh, not more than RRR. No, no, I don't think so. Absolutely not. I would I say like no. it either. I could see it getting screenplay nomination because not, not going to get the win. Because on in the screenplay category, they may go for something a little edgier. This year's Oscars, I'm actually kind of surprised how, considering the last two or three years, how many popular movies were being nominated. There was some well, maybe new. they learned their lesson. Well, I mean, they want people to watch the telecast. I think they want people to watch. I mean, I used to, I think we've talked about this before, but when I was a kid, I always remembered there would always be one popular hit movie, you know, whether it was Aliens or E.T. or Raiders. There was always seemed to be one movie that they would nominate for Best Picture. Right. And I would always be like, as a kid, I was like, why does it never win? You know, why, why does Annie Hall beat Star Wars? Why does Crash win? Wait, 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 wait. You're going to actually, you're not asking, you're not asking that question as an adult though, right? No, not as an adult. Okay. I mean, Annie Hall okay. is a terrific film and I mean, Woody Harrelson's, not Woody, oh, sorry, Woody Allen, you know, is. Yeah, uh, please don't confuse great, those two. Yeah. He's uh, not a good person, um, well, no. but he's a good filmmaker. Right. That has nothing to do with the film. And especially back then when he was at his zenith and. Uh, well, didn't now. Gandhi beat Raiders? What'd you say? Yeah, is that the same year? Right? Yeah, yeah. The Oscars are bullshit. I mean, most of the time, Raiders. 
and then they I end up handing out honorary ones for stuff they missed and all that. I mean, right. I don't think this deserves best picture. I just think it's a fascinating look at uh, how people, you know, you know. And yes, it has a. It definitely I don't has disagree a view. with the term fascinating. I'll agree with that. I will agree with that. It definitely has a view. I will. No, I'm not being that, sarcastic. That no, no, some no, people I... like and some people don't. Um, so anyway, let's rate it. What do you got? Yippee-ki-yay. 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 Yeah, yippee-ki-yay. Get out of there. Oh, Sean, you're so easy. Is there a rating lower than yippee No, you can't do that. That's no. what I yeah, would do. You can, okay, you can you've already done that with one film. You went low with one. I, I forget the one. I just want to say when this movie was over, Debbie just turned to me and said, who's the captain? And I said, you're the captain. John. And then he got his pretzel stick. I say yippee ki John, you can say it. You can say it's yippee ki and go yeah. really low. And I think that uh, yeah, no, this was ugh. Elon was Musk mad. definitely saw himself. I had part. trouble getting through this one. That was my. And then he, that was, he ended up on glass part of the episode. Too. What are you? What are you holding there? Elon uh, Musk is smart. Just hold. I, I can't believe you guys are saying he's not smart. I, I'm I'm baffled by that. You know he didn't start Tesla, right? You know that. At least. No, no, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. You, answer the question. You know he didn't Who's start a smart Tesla. Billionaire. Tell me who a smart billionaire is. Um, give me a name. Billionaire Warren, or Warren billionaire? Buffett seems pretty bright. Warren Buffett's up there. Uh, okay, I'll give you that. Mark Cuban. Yeah, Mark Cuban seems Mark pretty Cuban smart. Seems very bright. Pretty smart. And, and Bezos. Post, Kevin O'Leary, that guy, Kevin O'Leary, yeah, even Jeff though his Bezos wife is very smart. Bezos. Bill Gates. If Bezos Bill was Gates smart, he wouldn't smart. have been texting his. his I just, John, answer the question: Did he start Tesla by himself? No. Nobody. Did he turn it into something amazing? Did he build the best electric car? Yes. Now because Was he's he universally Twitter, he's, he's out No, Elon Musk. All right, let's get to let's get to uh, what you watch. I hate this. Let's get to what you. He was a wonderful Saturday Night Live host, though. Who he, he was? He was good. Okay. He was good. Terrible. John, let's start with you. What'd you watch? I I got to be honest. I'm on the road in California. Okay. I honestly have not been watching a lot. My time frame is all screwed up. But I did watch. I have to. I know I keep saying this, but the football games have been great. The playoffs have been wonderful. Not I, if you're I a Giants really fan. like the games. Well, I, I, that's the one. I really thought the Giants would play a lot better after they played Minnesota. They really dropped an egg. But I think Dallas that's more a egg. reflection of Philadelphia than it is yeah. of Philly New looks York. great. Philly Dallas, looks great. Hey, that game, that game was close. Dak, Dak Prescott made some bad throws in that game. But, but NFL – these playoffs have been really good, and when you look at the last four teams that are left, I think I can honestly say those are the best four teams. I have no idea who's going to the Super Bowl because I thought KC was a shoe in but Mahomes has yeah. a high ankle sprain, and I, I don't know. Uh, I think after the Bengals got screwed out of a home game, uh, I think that they might be the team that's going to win this whole thing. So that's what I watched. I really haven't watched anything else, so that's it. All right, Sean and Debbie. Well, I don't know. Debbie, do you want to say something real quick? I was uh, watching uh, Love is Blind. You said that last time. You're still watching it? I'm watching it. It's like got all these episodes on there to watch. Okay. It's so good. You and like that, I, huh? Yeah. It's so – if you guys would just watch one no. episode, you get hooked. Do you think they would do they would do an episode where the people that don't see each other only write each other letters through a mailbox? <laughs> a lunchbox. And they build a relationship. I'm oh, sorry, lunchbox. And they build a relationship. Like, that could be kind of sweet. Uh, now, I that think. show I'd watch. That's an Indian Cinemaniac reference right there. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you. It's a callback. Drew, it's not so far-fetched because that's how they meet in the pod, and they don't know what they look like, and they fall in, in love theoretically with their, um, you know, internal stuff i'm not faulting i've never seen the show and i'm not going to pretend that i haven't seen like that once the lights come on the like, real ah, reunion. Ah. it's so good it really is so good and what i was watching and i've watched this film three times because i'm some strangely obsessive about it film i'd never seen called the angel levine has anyone seen it no the angel of what the levine? angel levine no. it's a you know i i wrote oh. Movies. With Zero Mostel. This is a faith, a Jewish right? faith based film. It's based Zero on a story by Bernard. Um, what's yes, it? Zero Mostel. Mostel. And it stars Zero Mostel and um, Eli Wallace. Zero Mostel. Mostel. I think each one of Chris say Zero Mostel, so we've all said it now. Zero Mostel. Zero Mostel. Yeah. Zero Mostel. Harry Belafonte produced that movie. Okay. 
Is Harry Belafonte he's, involved? Hero in plays a, a Jewish guy. Okay. Zero Mostel in that. He's he's going through all these torments. <laughs> he's um his his tailor shop burned down. He has back pain. He doesn't talk to his daughter because she married an Italian, and his wife is dying. And he's cursing God and blaming God and God's curse. And then an angel comes to him, and it's Harry the Belafonte. Oh. And this is Harry must have really wanted to do this film because his production company did it. And um, it was his return to the screen after 10 years. And he's an angel and he's Jewish. He's black, but he's Jewish, or so he claims. And um, and it's, it's the relationship between these two guys. And it's, it's really fascinating because I read the story afterwards and it's like the film really doesn't work. But if they would have kept to what was written in the story, it would have worked. But the story was written in the 50s. And I think the, the movie came out either very late 60s or early 70s. And I don't think they felt they could have a happy ending. You know, and um, they obviously, they, from the short story, which was written from the Jewish perspective, you know, and because it's 1969, they played more of the race angle in it. And um, they added a lot of stuff to illuminate the Harry Belafonte character more. And I think, you know, it's to me, it, it's a really fascinating misfire. I'm probably going to write about it. And particularly the changes they made from the short story, which um, I think would have been very satisfying. I thought the film, I thought both of the act, I thought all the actors did an excellent job. And... Um, you know, it's just the movie didn't work. The director was a guy who had won an Oscar two years earlier for his film, um, a Sh The Shop on Main Street. It was a Czech film that won oh, a great movie. Best foreign language. And, you know, and then he had to flee Czechoslovakia after the Czech Spring. Okay. Okay. And we got, I'm taking away time from you next week. Is, uh, oh, wait a minute. Away. I wait, thought is, I was getting. Is Harry Belafonte a magical Jewish Negro in that movie? Is he positioned <laughs> okay. to save Zero okay. Mostel's character? Because at first I thought you were telling me. At first I thought you were telling me it was like the Jewish Book of Negro, Job or something. There's more to but, it than right. that. Chris, Chris, you got two and a half minutes. Uh, I'm only going to need a couple minutes, really. Oh. I haven't watched much either, um, but um, <laughs> I, I have watched the first few episodes of Willow on Disney Plus. Oh and? And it's, you know. I will say this though, but it brought me to something else. Um, this drives me crazy about new televisions. They all have that weird smoothing effect. Oh, turn that off. Turn that off. Oh, I know. I know. Don't get me wrong, but I started watching it when I was at my in-laws, right? Oh, and they wow. had that on and it was driving me insane. Yeah. And literally, it's just at one point I was just like, I, I literally just had to stop watching it and. Because that's that smooth. I don't know what it is. It wouldn't let you shut the smoothing off. You have to, it's somebody else's TV. I'm not going to. I never have a problem. I think you have that. the right to ask once. And if mm -hmm. they say no, you say, of course, it's your television. Yeah, but you know in your it. heart it just will burn. Give me the remote. If the aspect ratio yeah, is wrong, I'm fixing it. When like, they go to the restroom, <laughs> right. just they won't turn notice. it off. They're they just won't notice. notice. Listen, you want to solve that problem by old TVs, okay? That's how well, you solve that Well, the funny thing is, is what blows my mind is how many people, like, I see using it. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. They don't do you know. Not, I don't think they it's, know. It's, it's it's some, people, some people actually like that look for some reason. Well, I don't know why. It made everything look like soap opera. Everything looks like a soap opera. Everything looks like video. Yeah. It looks yep. like video. Right. Yeah. It looks terrible. Yeah. I agree. It's, it's, it's That's all I had to say. many frames per second. It's well, like, it's did you like the original movie, Willow? Uh, not, not, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I remember going to see it at night. So like full price. And I remember liking it at the time. But the more and more I thought about it, I was like, wow, that really was just Star Wars. Right. Right. Except right. it was, uh, you know, ladies like there was a lady <laughs> Obi-Wan and a lady Empire, right. Emperor. Or well, they went woke that early. Well, yeah, Joanne Whaley was got my attention. As oh, a young she's oh, yeah. she, she was fantastic. And Val Kilmer was very good in that movie He's too. I like Val Kilmer. That's where they met. Like, yeah. What do you think is well, what do you think is better um, as far as you know, bringing back these characters, making them into these limited series? Are you more of a Willow guy or uh, an Obi Wan Kenobi series guy? <laughs> that's uh, that's I did finish that by the way. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I hoped you had it. You, uh, you must have really enjoyed it. Yeah, it it was you know, was, like I said. All right, I cut Sean off. I got to cut you yeah, off now. Cut me off. Of I'm just Sean. Talking about well, you know, here's no, the thing. You're, what? Uh, uh, Drew, go. Drew, go. 
Well, it's funny that you said what you just said about the smoothing because that has also been my nemesis. But I actually deliberately watched a movie that I have been curious about for some time, mostly because of the, the director, not because it's supposed to be good, which it turns out it isn't, but also because it was shot at 120 uh, frames per second high frame rate and projected at that rate in just a few theaters. It's Gemini Man, the Will Smith fights a clone of himself movie by Ang Lee. $138 million for, I don't have any idea why they thought that was a good idea. Does he and slap so, himself a lot? <laughs> no, he punches and fights himself, but there's no point where he tells him to keep it like a, like a, a spouse's name out of his mouth or anything. But he, um, the movie, the movie is like, it's not, it's not a good spy thriller, but it's really weird because I, I rented it from Amazon and what you end up renting is basically a 24 frames per second version where you can see some of what they did. But what I ended up doing was going to YouTube and saying, okay, well, this is this motorcycle chase scene. What did it look like at 120 frames per second? And it looks like shit. I mean, like, I can't believe how bad it looks. And when people say things like, well, we need to shoot stuff in high frame rate because it looks more real. I'm like, yes, it looks like Will Smith's stuntman, stuntman is riding on a motorcycle in a street and another stuntman comes and bumps yeah. him with that motorcycle. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand that. And part of that is he because I've spent my entire life watching movies and they look a certain way. So I, I'm aware right. of that, and I'm not against the idea that that changes. The, the, I'm not interested in seeing the new Avatar, but the idea that apparently it switches between 24 and 48 frames per se shot a second in in scenes <laughs> sounds really confusing. But I, I'm glad that I watched it, but it wasn't good. But the other thing I watched that was actually kind of neat, I don't know if you guys have watched um, any of the Love, Death, and Robots uh, oh, yeah. Netflix series David Fincher mm -hmm. did. They're, in, they're animated um all different kinds of animation all different kinds of story kind of black mirror-y variety of of dark stories i guess the last season was the third one that just came out the last episode of the third season it's called jabaro it's basically about conquistadors encountering a siren I guess I've never seen any animation like it. Like you really can't believe that it's not live action. And then something happens and you go, okay, that's really not live action, but I don't know how they did it. And it's kind of incredible. So th that series is worth checking out in general. But um, I watched two things that uh, I was not super excited about. Gemini man was definitely not exciting, but I did watch the new dungeons and dragons trailer. And once again, I was like, I don't know, man. That looks pretty fun. Yeah, that looks good. It has good. gelatinous looks cubes and everything. So, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll check it out. Looks, looks hey, interesting. Hey, Ralph, I got a suggestion for you <clears throat> before we close. Uh, can you get a the music, you know, when the Academy Awards, uh, when they're having their long speeches, the Maybe. music for that? When you we go along, just, you off. Music, just start. <laughs> I'm going to get an animated hook that goes in and pulls you guys out. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I know Sean, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to finish your thought. You, cause you seem frustrated that you weren't well, able I was to finish. Frustrated, you know, it's like, it's okay. Nobody's watching. Before, you anymore. know, it's like, because it becomes a conversation, <laughs> but I do. I just felt that this was a truly fascinating film and it's, and it's got great performers and it really ultimately doesn't work. And it's like, they should have just, I think that, they just made these changes because of the times. I think the director, Jan Cotter, um, I think he um, just, you know, I mean, he was just kicked out of his native country that he thought was going to be free. I just don't think people wanted to have any joy at the end of it. Maybe. And the ending is real film school. And can, it is really lame in film school. So um, I just recommend this film highly for people to see it and then commiserate with me like, why do you think it didn't work? Right. But really, you should watch Shop on Main Street instead anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't want to see it. Night, Night Gallery did an episode called The Messiah on Mott Street that is very similar to this. It's hmm. only a half an hour. It's really, it's a really good episode. Very similar All to right. this movie. We have three of us left on the wheel. So let's spin the wheel. All right, there we go. Three of you left. Ooh. You, guys, you guys all looking in the right place? It's, I'm going to be shocked when Ralph wins this one. Yeah, I'm not going to win. Which way should I be looking? Where's the wheel? Oh, there he is. Oh, get to see yourself. All right, John, there you go. You can get me back. Well, let me see. Bonfire, The Vanities, Wolf oh, of nice. Wall Street, Wall oh, Street. Love it. It's got to be one of those. Oh, let's go. I don't know. Is there a documentary about Elon Musk? Oh, I bet there is. It's I called, gotta think about I'm this. a douchebag. I got to think about this one. <laughs> No, but I can pretty much guarantee that it's going to be a classic 
older film. Oh, I feel I, pretty. I, you know what? I've been that. dying to get. I don't my know what it is. A yet, classic older film, but I'm make sure it's black I'm, and white. And the, no, the, Ralph, how many people? Well, like, like reality bites film, or singles, like reality bites. I don't no, know I, yet. If it's a classic older film, turn the smoothing on. And it'll look newer. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's true. I got to think right. about this one. I got a little time to think about it. So I'll make sure you guys know pretty quickly. So Okay. Sounds good. All right. Uh, don't All right. forget to subscribe. Hit the like button. Have some fun. Whatever. Right, Smash it. Don't Smash hit it, it, Ralph. Smash the like button. All right. I am uh, going to go watch uh, Force Majeure now. Get this uh, movie out of my head that everybody loved. So. I do head. appreciate you guys watching that film because I did want to talk about it. Uh, Chris, I really appreciate that you loved it so much. Thank you very much. Uh, John, and maybe I next time, Chris, you could pick one from uh, yeah, but, a recent Yeah, but going film. forward, we're going to be able to pick a current film if we want because you kind no. of broke that seal. No. No. Yeah, I, told you, I told you. I told you. Here's what I said. Cast. Well, let's let me sign off first, okay? Let's sign off. Everybody, have a good week. I'm about to, hey, everyone, I'm about have to a great real. week. Thanks for watching, as always.